it's too hard. They're like, they can like, if I eat one, I break two of my teeth when I eat. Like, it's actually well, a risk if I eat one. Second episode of the Streets Ahead podcast. Big boys. Today we have with us the biggest of the boys. Fumble. Chris, take it away. Brian Labed is our segment about pop culture. So during this segment, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the latest things that have come out, uh, the latest developments. Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, that's that's all there is to it. So uh, with with that in mind, let's start by talking about The Boys. So Vogel and I, last year, we got into this show yeah, called The Boys. The show. Yes, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It fits well within this theme of the episode, but it has nothing to do with it anyway. So The Boys... Um, it's a little show on Amazon Prime. It's an original. It's created by Seth Rogen. Uh, it's very not Seth Rogeny at all. Like it's actually good, which is surprising. Um, anyway, oh. this this show is a is a realistic and comedic take on if superheroes were real. So the superheroes of America, they're they're all sponsored by this company, Vought. They're all commercialized. They're all politicized, and basically, there's a lot of like messed up shit that goes around in this world and as a result there's a lot of collateral damage and the boys is this group of people who who tries to stop the seven which is basically this show's justice league right you got homelander which is their superman basically uh the deep which is aquaman um black noir which i guess is batman right did you say it's batman kind of i wouldn't know because i didn't watch it i'm not talking to you yeah I'm talking to the only other guy here who deserves it. Anyway, yes. Black Noir. I'm going to say he's Batman. Uh, Queen Maeve, Wonder Woman. Um, A-Train is Flash. Yeah, shit like that. And Translucent is, I guess, a little bit more... Anyway, yeah. Translucent is always a stupid name for me. Like, it's it's really, really stupid how someone... Like, they make fun of it in the in the show as well. But, like, he turns invisible... Translucent does not mean invisible. It's really stupid. It's really, really stupid. Anyway. It is. But so the boys are, are a group of people led by this guy um, who basically want to end the seven, want to kill them all. And it's a really interesting, really, really funny show. It's got, uh, first season's got Simon Pegg, um, but the show has like Carl Urban, Giancarlo Esposito, it's really, really good. I would recommend that show to anyone who likes superheroes in general. It's a, it's a good, refreshing take. But yeah, Valgo, you wanted to say something? I mean, yeah, yeah. I really like the boys because, like, after watching so many Marvel movies with the same, same type of plot, same type of superheroes, it's pretty refreshing to see a lot of uh, gore and violence in uh, my uh, superhero TV shows. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> it's pretty fun to see all the gore. Not gonna lie. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a. I mean, it's way more than Tarantino level, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I had to like, I had to like sit in the shower and cry for a bit after seeing how much gore was there in season one. It was like it was sometimes it was even a bit too much, but I liked it. I mean, there are some parts that are a bit disturbing, like you know, in the first episode in season one, like when. Uh, oh no! You see, no, 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 no. Oh, that's that's that, messed up. I, the deep I, I had to count myself out of that. Within the first like, five minutes, you see one of the saddest and most gruesome things. Like that one scene that Walid you showed me yesterday. Something that's far, far, far worse than that happens within the first five minutes of the boys. And then, like, 
it gets increasingly messed up, but just like it's so it's fun. It's a very fun show. I love that show. Season two just <laughs> premiered. The first three episodes came out. I've watched all three. Vogel's only gotten to about what, like five minutes, ten minutes in uh, episode first two. Episode. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I would highly recommend anybody, like for everybody, to like watch the boys. At first, it's a bit, it's a bit weird, like the first few episodes, because there's a lot of um, context you say give you. Yeah, there's it's a lot, lot of world building dumps. But then at the end, but then at the end, after all that world building is done. They give they start giving you those uh, plot points and damn that's when it gets juicy. Yeah, you know, that's where the meat of it, it comes. It's just like really oh, good. Man. It gets Isn't it where the meat of any story comes from. Well, typically, sometimes, sometimes. typically it comes a little faster, but you you need a big expedition dump for this type of show because first of all, every every yeah. season has about like eight episodes in it, so it's a little bit shorter. Uh, it's not like uh, Game of Thrones or Westworld where you have that that space to give it the writing a little bit of like. You know, the world build, yeah, to build the world, you need a lot of work, right? And the boys, yeah. it's 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 a, it's based on a comic book, but it's established in, in such a way that, like, it hits you a little bit like a train, but that's part of the shock value that, that it has in the, like, at least the first three episodes. Like a train? Yeah, a, exactly like a train. Exa- See, Walid is a psychic. If he saw what oh happens God. in the first five minutes, he would be crying because of his own reference. It's like I mean, it, like they they imply that it happens. They don't actually show it, but it, it still sucks. Yeah, I'm just saying. This still Why sucks. do they? No, they don't imply that it happens. They they show it. They leave the thing that happens up to your imagination, but they just like they do the setup, the ending, but they don't show the middle. What actually happens? They do show the middle. Like they set it up. No, they don't. You're talking about when A Train does the thing, right? Oh, no, I wasn't talking about that. I was oh. talking about Starlet and the Deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... But I'm not, okay, that's not that, even nearly that, as messed yeah. up as what happens with Robin. I'm sorry. That's not... Yeah, okay, okay. That's... that's, that's anyway, yeah. That's true. But... That's, but... <clears throat> yeah. Wait, I can't hear Relief. He's not saying anything. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay. Well, um, that's, a, that's a nice prank right there. Yeah, it definitely is. Well, um, we just wasted 20 minutes of your time, but thank you to our viewers for still tuning in. Um, yeah, okay. Now we will continue with our original plan of wasting your time with uh, more useful oh. stuff. What is not that? You know, you know, like, uh, wait, I, I was going to say one quick thing, right? Because, like, you know, you said that, um, how, like, because, like, I said that the ending of, uh, the boys season one is juicy. That's how like most TV shows goes. No, I, I said the point. You said the plot points were juicy, and I said yeah, because that's the plot points are the show. They're supposed yeah, to be true. Quote unquote. I mean, like juicy. Don't you yeah, that's true. Because like I was thinking of Game of Thrones because like they're like, uh, okay. some of the plot well, points. You're not talking about Game of Thrones. You're talking about the boys. So. Yeah, but I'm just saying like yeah. the combo. Let him TV shows doesn't do that. And TV shows doesn't do like I mean like the plot points in Game of Thrones are pretty juicy, but the journey to those plot the journey to get to those plot points I think is like longer. Much more I want to watch. Okay, okay. Look, we're we're all eighteen here. We can talk about this simple thing. You can watch for both. All right, that's the, like 
<laughs> you can watch the books. I I don't recommend. Um, Game of Thrones is violent, but it's more. It's way more on the sexual side of it. Like the boys does not have any. It has a actually no. It does. It has a bit. It's a little little bit, but like not like not not um, not overly. It's not like a stereotype for the boys to have shit like that in it. You know, it's just an HBO thing, honestly. To just have like gore and nudity and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why. I don't. Like, I don't it's, know. it's. I don't know. It's maybe. It's weird. Yeah. Like I remember, like I was watching an HBO show. I forgot which one it was, and then out of nowhere, some strippers came in, and I was just really weirded out. Like it just feels like sometimes they just show nudity just for the sake of it. I yeah. Uh, Barry? Not Barry. The Wire? Okay, The Wire, I can understand. Yeah, The Wire. It was The Wire? Yeah, The Wire. But I can understand strippers being in The Wire, come on. Bro, okay. Do you know, do you know which... I was like, really? Oh, okay. I get you. I know. Um, do you, okay, wait, wait. What, what's, what do you think is your ranking of HBO shows you've seen so far? Like, top, top 10. Top 10 HBO shows. Top 10? I haven't watched 10 HBO shows. I don't even know which shows are mine or HBO. I, yeah, never uh, mind. Game of Thrones. Top, top 5 HBO shows. That's easy. I... Uh... Hmm. I know for... Okay, I know, I know which ones are the top 5. I just don't know where they go. So... For me, okay, it's, uh, it's Game of Thrones, Westworld, Watchmen, um, uh, The Wire, and then uh, what's that show? What about The Sopranos? I haven't seen all of The Sopranos. I, I'll be honest, I think it's like, it's it feels like it's too pushed on to people to watch it. I don't know if I ever will. I feel like I have other, okay. other things. Huh? Yeah, Is it's like Game of Thrones, but I... I I got into Game of Thrones because someone showed me the first episode. I was like, oh, this is good. Like, in the beginning, I was just like, oh, wow, look, it's a show people watch for, like, you know, the plot. But no, it's, like, I watched and I was like, okay, this is cool. But if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I gotta say, you don't, you're good at not giving in to peer pressure, I guess. That's a good way of saying it. Uh, it's a good show, but I feel like, I feel like it's the Drake of shows. If that makes any sense. The Drake of Shows? Yeah, the Drake of Shows. The, the music, the artist, the, the rapper, Drake. Aubrey yeah, Graham. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Not the old guy, like the explorer or something? You're not talking about that guy, right? I don't know who Sir you're Francis talking about. Sir Francis Drake? Sir Francis? That joke just fell flat. That was... Okay, Tintin. Okay, Tintin. Hold up. Hold up. Because, like, nobody knew what I was talking no, about. No, I, like, but okay, no okay. one no one refers to Sir Francis Drake as Drake. <laughs> anyway, so Game of Thrones is the Drake of shows. Unfortunately. Shut up. Game of Thrones is the Drake of shows. Um, It's still good. It's still very good, just like him. But it's just, like, no. Like, I... Yeah. But just the last... Actually, you know, no, 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 no. Do you know what's the Drake of shows? The Office or Friends. I, no, I no. love The Office. No, 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 Shut up about it. Don't go there. No, don't. don't go I will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all of the middle school girls who have only ever watched one show. But like, no, The Office is great. But stop over hyping it. 
there are other shows on this planet. There are better Michael Schur shows. The Good Place is better than The Office, I think. Honestly, I do. It's great. And it will never have as much impact as The Good as uh, The Office. But like, I read a while back, and it, and it goes along the lines of, um, it's, it's better to, you know, look stupid and open your mouth and prove it. Which is what is occurring here on the podcast. I stand by what I said. Both the office, the office and friends is not the Drake of shows. It is the office. Yeah. I, okay, fine. Friends is the Drake of shows. Can we all settle on that though? Friends, yeah. It is not forced upon by Netflix. It's not, you know, posted everywhere. That's no, a lie. On the That's a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. Literally, everyone is like, oh my god, we for it. Who cares if there's no advertisement? It gave free advertisement from all the Who memes, cares? dude. It's like basic yeah, marketing. Yeah, like all the memes and all that. That's, it's, uh, all the memes to, and all the like, hype of girls who, who re-watched me. By the way, shout out to Amin. Amin has watched that show five times. I am sorry, Amin. That show is not good enough. to. Have, no show is good enough to have waste, to have used up that much of someone's life. You need to move on from The Office. I'm sorry. You need I, to move okay, on. Yeah. That's what I want the society to do. Not- if we moved on from The Office, it'd be like those memes where like society, if we moved on from The Office. That's, I, I, we need to do that. We get too hung up on shit that okay. we liked. At this point, it's becoming like, like, you know, like The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was great. I hate that people are still talking about it. I feel like we're just projecting. No. I'm not What does that mean? Something just been pent up inside Chris for so long. No. He just needs to let it out. I'm, I'm irritated at the like, After all this time. I'm irritated like, at the end. I see those office memes like. No, I like, love the memes. builds up inside of it's okay. It's I love okay. the memes. It's but okay, dude, Chris. It's no, no, okay, listen, Chris. listen to me. The it's actors, okay. like for example, like Steve Carell and Kaczynski and Rain Wilson, the three of them, they. They want to move on with their lives. The world is not letting them. Okay? Rain Wilson, he said he had to go to therapy for multiple years because he couldn't differentiate between himself and the character anymore because that's all anyone saw. Well, why are people... Like, that's not... You and that's not the break uh, of the office. I definitely rescind my comparison, but I stand by the fact that people need to move on from the office. There, there are tons of great shows out there. You need to stop putting it on recommendations because it's already solidified how important it is. If someone hasn't watched the office by now, they're not watching it. If someone hasn't watched Game of Thrones by now, odds are they're not watching it. They can move on with their life. Watch new shows that are coming out. Like, The Good Place. It didn't get nearly enough recognition because people are still sucking The Office off. Like, why? Hasn't it already gotten enough? Don't you think? Basically, uh, Chris wants you to watch The Good Place and uh, he takes yeah. everything back. He said The Office, NBC, please do not come after us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually... I want okay. wait wait Vogel Vogel I'm, who do you think is a better show network do you think it's NBC or uh, HBO I think it's Cartoon Network I, well Cartoon Network yeah, is Warner yeah, Bros yeah. which is <laughs> Cartoon Network is Warner Bros same as HBO so technically that means HBO then is that your shut up shut up oh my god Disney. okay <laughs> 
What Dutch seriously? Channels? What's what's your favorite network? Is it is it or between uh, NBC and HBO? Which one? Or FX, I guess, or AMC? Those four. No FX. You don't think AMC, you can just change subjects. Wait, what other show? Oh, USA. Okay, so uh, USA has a lot. It has Mr. Robot suits. I haven't started university yet. <laughs> well, technically, he's in Saudi. I'm in Saudi. I mean, so by all means, he's in Saudi. Yeah. Gotta get Why Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Oh shit. Damn, we need to say another biscuit. What is that? Uh, what are you? Which? What is he eating? What biscuit is he eating? I don't know. It looks really weird. It looks like something I've never seen before. Right? A crack? What is that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you eating like a saltine? Like is that like a tea biscuit? What type of biscuit is it? Is it sweet? Is it salty? For people who've traveled to international, who've traveled all over the world, shut up! You can't like tell what this is. No, I can't tell what this is. I don't understand you. Chris has what? pent up <laughs> anger he's bringing yeah. to the podcast that I don't I... like. I'm trying to get rid of him from day one. Yeah, I think I have to change the name of this episode now. It's not yeah. big boys. It's uh, Chris's uh, pent up anger, like uh, release anyway. of anger. Or something. Yeah, yeah, it's my pent up release of anger. Okay. Um, I think we need to move on a little bit, change of pace. I want to talk about something. First of all, we'll, we'll put the show's thing on hold. But what I want to talk about right now is Martin Scorsese. So you brought this up. Um, you said that it's a little bit interesting uh, that he said something like this. So let me contextualize a little bit. Fame director Martin Scorsese, he's he's amazing. Like, there's no arguing how good this man is at make, doing what he does. Uh Taxi Driver, Shutter Island, The Wolf of Wall Street, um, Goodfellas. This guy is crazy insane at making stuff, right? So he has enough credibility to say this. This is what he said about Marvel movies. He was like, um, watching a Marvel movie is a little bit like going to a theme park. And he didn't say there was anything wrong with theme parks. He said, like, it's it's a nice feeling going to theme parks. It's, it's good. You go to a different world. You experience something else. But personally, I don't believe that there's cinema. So I don't know what happened to Vogel. So that's, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, okay. I just had to uh, just, uh, cut my video off. Okay, so I can't fine. say something bad about them. He said they, he doesn't consider him to be cinema. Why is that bad? He he literally said that I don't consider it bad that they're that that they're not cinema. I just think that they're different, right? So that that created a storm in the internet. First of all, like Bob oh. Iger, CEO of Disney, can't what the he just left. Okay, yo, you there? No, he's still here. Vogel? Guys, I accidentally left. My bad. Okay. It's just uh, I was trying to look up uh, Scorsese's like uh, comments, like what, okay. like his actual quote of what he said. Jamie, uh, Scorsese's. Uh, <laughs> huh? It's a joke. We have face. like a. <laughs> we have a person on the side now just to do that. Just like a guy who just pulls up all the info we need. Like uh, yo. Uh, it's me because I, I can't relate to anything you're saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Vogel was laughing because the loser from Minecraft. If they could laugh. <laughs> yeah, bro. Vogel's, oh my god. Bro, do you know like? Oh my. Okay, shout out to Amin again. His his laugh. I have adopted it. Like you know his his real laugh. Whenever something's, he just goes. <laughs> He, 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 like, he, I'm trying to imagine it. It's nothing like you've heard before. It almost sounds like an ape. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like. Uh, Further shout out. Why well, haven't yeah. been like uh, calling out Amin this whole time? Like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not. Like, I swear I'm like, not calling out. He has Amin. a problem watching The Office part-time. <laughs> like, uh, hopefully, Amin doesn't sue this podcast. Like, uh, he doesn't like uh, call like a defamatory lawsuit against it or something. Defamatory. Just for clarification, I'm um, an employee here. Chris is the head of the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a CEO. Me and we, I'm just a guest. I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, Chris posted the like, episode uh, before we said we were going to. He did everything by himself. <laughs> I didn't even edit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, going back to what we were talking about. So, Marty Scorsese and Bob Iger basically got... He didn't necessarily get into a fight. But, like, Bob Iger was like, how can you... Fight. How can you say that it's not cinema? He basically said it in an interview. Like, you can't say that it's not cinema. Like, we made some of the most impactful, socially impactful movies, like, ever, right? How can you say something like Black Panther? Like, this is what he said, like, Black Panther. How is that not cinema? Um, I gotta say... I mean, it's not. Personally, I agree with Scorsese. Because those movies were not made to, like, say something. Like with Martin Scorsese, he, he has this lines like if you if you think you'd be a okay, good but not every wait, wait hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on yeah I know sure not every movie is cinema don't have some you know, deep rooted uh, not theme not every yes not well lead not every movie is cinema. Mall Club Mall Club on the other hand that that what is cinema mean that what do you define what do you define cinema as that okay this is what he said all right. This job is for people who can't go to sleep unless they they tell the stories that they want to tell. It's a little. It's it's super. To people who do sleep. It's good. Wait, you know why I'm laughing? You know why I'm laughing? Yeah, I know. Scorsese sat down on my. Scorsese said that on a masterclass advertisement. He didn't say that. He said that on masterclass. You saw that? No, advertisement. I saw that, like, when I was scrolling. You're right, you're right, you're right. Adam Scorsese came. He's like, yo, if you, uh, if you, uh, if you like filmmaking, this class is not for you. Like, that's the thing. He said that for that. Oh, no. I thought. I was like. Be wary of what you absorb from this podcast. Dude, we'll need to stop here. Why are you doing PSAs that you know are gonna get deleted? I was like, I oh, I I think this is pretty recent that he said this. He said <laughs> Oh god, okay. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to the cinema conversation. I, I, he's pretentious as hell. Which, uh, I'm sure everybody is, right? Who, who's that good at the job. But I, I, I think I agree with him. I think no matter what, those movies, unless they're made, like someone's like, oh yo, I, I really, really want to make a movie about this. They don't 
necessarily they, they maybe they adapt the screenwriter you know like from like the, one of the comics whatever but if they if they actually put their heart and soul into it similar to like what james gunn did in guardians of the galaxy i think that is like the closest to cinema the mcu is go- or maybe maybe thor ragnarok or uh, the avengers or iron man i think those movies those are the closest thing or maybe they are cinema inside the entire mcu winter soldier is probably the closest thing to the winter soldier is a good movie but i don't know if it's like classical in the sense that scorsese said it's great i think it's one of the best ones in all of them but that i don't i don't know if it fits within the definition that he has explained so again well, what is, i don't get what, what what you mean by cinema though like what, okay what well let's let's look cinema? that up let's look that up hold on how do you define cinema hypothetically yeah. if we define cinema as Hmm. I was looking it up. Yeah. Do you see that? Uh, do you see that Twitter thing of him? I think. Oh, uh, like he's like holding a picture. Ah, uh, okay. This is and what like, he said. Uh, Hold up, guys. This is what he said. Okay, go ahead. So, cinema yeah, is an Shapiro. art. Wait, wait. No, no. Yeah. I don't care about Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Screw Ben Shapiro. Listen. He said cinema is an art that brings you the unexpected with great risk okay to the both the filmmaker and the studio right cinema is an art that that comes from great risk to bring you something unexpected in superhero movies he says not too much is at risk and that's why why, and i think i i agree with that to some extent superhero movies are like marketing like you know someone will watch them you hype them up enough yes okay they're good but that's why they will. I don't think they will ever win Best Picture because they're just they're not that type of movie. He's not saying they're not movies. He's so just saying they're not risks? cinema. Uh, so they don't take risks. I like, like the. Do you know what takes risks? Uh, Logan. Logan took a risk. Iron Man, the first one, that was a risk because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They just started. That that was a risk. Um, Thor Ragnarok Thor to an extent Ragnarok's was a risk. The Winter Soldier was so a sequel. Said, it's not. A, it's not a risk. Starting a new franchise said, is a risk. Yeah, I know. But Thor Ragnarok was like, they barely even wanted to make a third Thor movie. Chris Hemsworth was thinking of leaving the role. Um, he said he wanted to change the character, and Kevin Feige just let this random director come up, who's never directed a superhero movie, a blockbuster, anything close. He let Taika take the role. He did whatever he wanted. It was 70% unscripted. That's a gigantic risk. That is a legitimate risk. That's why that movie is more appreciated than everything else. And it's also stylized. The whole MCU... Yeah? What did you say? Is Deadpool a risk? I believe so. In some form, Deadpool was a risk. Logan was also a risk. Um, The first X-Men movie was a risk. I'm trying to think of... Infinity War. Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War was guaranteed to succeed. Yes, they were doing something. Were, it was a great story, great characters, uh, great franchise overall. But like, what type of risks did they take? They knew they were gonna win. In fact, by the by end by by the time Endgame came out, they were literally competing to try to make it overtake Avatar. They won. They knew it would win. That's there's no risk nah. involved. There's so many problems with. Endgame. Like, I love that movie. There's so many problems with it. And, and most I'm people even agree. Infinity War, though. I know. I'm talking about Endgame. Well, what's the difference? They're both filmed at the same time. Or, they're, or, they're one movie split what? in half. That's all they are. But, like, 
Because, like, like, just having that many, like, popular characters on the same, like, screen, like, and being able to, to flush each one out, I would say that's a, that's a pretty risky. And having, mm, I don't know, I'm going to have to disagree with you. having that type of ending was pretty risky for Marvel. Mm. And even though they might have understood, they, they might have understood that the characters were coming back, just having those characters out for that amount of time was a bit risky for them as well. You know like, what? Uh, in the classical sense, what he means as a risk is like, you don't know whether or not people will watch this movie. Okay, if it's an ending, people like the the idea of the movie was so loved before people even announced there was happening. Okay, when you when you like announce a movie and people at Comic Con go crazy over it, there is no risk whatsoever in that movie. Do you know what was a risk about the superhero thing? You're right about the team up movies. You know what was a risk? the Avengers? That was a risk, huge, huge risk, and it paid off. But anything since that is just like they know it's gonna succeed, so they don't take risks. They they're collected. They're they have everything planned out. It's not it's not the same. Like I don't know. It's planning out something. It's planning something out. Uh... Like, does that mean planning planning movies out in phases um, like their marketing? Was, that movie was, was a really good risk. What? Shrek. I agree with you. You know why it was a risk? Okay, no, no. This is uh, uh, jokes aside. That's actually true. Because DreamWorks, when they were making Shrek, they put all of the animators who made mistakes on other movies onto it. It was a punishment. It was a punishment to work on Shrek. They they modified oh, multiple stories. They used thrown out storylines. They used weird characters. They didn't make a single original character at all. None. Well, we that about no 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 no. I'm Shrek saying no 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 Shrek no no. That's not what I'm saying. That's that's not what I'm saying. You guys, you're not listening. They made a movie that absolutely no one would watch. Like realistically, before they released, who would watch a movie like that? But then when it came out, holy shit. I don't know, maybe it was just Smash Mouth. No, but <laughs> it's like, they, there was a gigantic risk in making that movie. Maybe it's a little bit less than, say, making Taxi Driver or like The, the, the Last Temptation of Christ, which, by the way, got Scorsese like death threats for like his entire life. That type of shit that he makes, like that's, there's risk. Okay, like. Then I can say, okay, I can advocate for Scorsese not taking that many risks then. Because, like, let's look, like, he's made so many movies about the mafia. And so, like, besides, <laughs> like, The Irishman. How's that a risk? Oh, we love Yeah, The Irishman, it was a movie about mafia. I think, I'm gonna be honest with you, The Irishman was not a risk. I don't think so. I feel like one of the risks was that it was four hours long. <laughs> but that's about it. It was just, he, by then, he knew his repertoire was good enough. Um,. The story was adapted from uh, I Heard You Paint Houses, the book, which is already incredibly famous. He makes good mafioso films. He knew people were going to watch it. Done deal. There's very little risk in that. I want to advocate for The Departed was also not a risk because there's a previous movie. There was a Korean movie before which uh, which had the same plot and Scorsese used that movie's plot. But that that, 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 originality doesn't mean risk. Okay. Then why can't we say the Marvel movies aren't a risk then? Like, I, no, I it's it's not the adaptation. It's the fact. Look, once something succeed, once you franchise it, the sequels, 
the the new installments, the world building, they're not risks anymore. They're not risks because you know people will watch them. You hype them up, you release it at Comic Con, like millions of fans go, holy shit, I'm watching this. They're guaranteed money. They're guaranteed for people to like this movie. They're guaranteed at least an 80% Rotten Tomato score. Some directors come out, they, they write scripts, they send them around to all the studios, and if people don't like them, they just won't run them. For like 20 years, this shit happens. You know the movie Baby Driver? Yeah. Edgar Wright wrote that stuff like 20 years ago. He he didn't get to make it until 2015, or so, I don't know whenever it came out. Yeah. Like that's that that's why it's it's sin, like if it comes to personal risk to the filmmaker, yeah. that is cinema. So his first few I'm movies. Not about the same thing. So like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thor: Dark World. Like that's like people after like they saw the Thor: Dark World script, they're like, yeah, it's a good movie. We should approve that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, now, um, all right. Given this conversation about cinema, I think uh, we reached the inevitable point where we have to talk about the passing of a legend. Um, a couple days ago, I don't know when exactly we lost Chadwick Boseman. Which was, um, I, I don't know what to say. That was insane. It was a shock, that's for sure. I was on a walk when it happened. Uh, like, I've gotten used to this, right? Whenever I see someone's full name in a, in a CNN, like, notification, I'm like, oh god, right? Like, that's what happened when, um, I remember, like, Stan Lee died, when, uh, Recently, when Pranav Mukherjee died, when you see their first name and like one thing they did, you know they're dead. So like, um, I never thought I would see his name. It was. Like, I I was, like his passing away was like unexpected and shocking, but I I I found a little happiness in it that like his family was there and that the public didn't know about the yeah. about uh, his cancer until now. Mm -hmm. Like, they kept it under a lock so well, and I'm just happy that I was able to live, ha live How, out on his own his, terms this past four years. Yeah, on his own terms. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that was... It's... And, and he won. Like, you can't say that he lost his battle against cancer. How many? He made eight movies. He Starting from uh, Marshall all the way to um, F The Five Bloods, the Five which Bloods. is now his last movie. That's crazy. Last project was Spike Lee. Damn. I knew yeah, when when the, the Five Bloods came out. Huh? The What If series from Marvel. Yeah, I we don't know if he finished recording though, so that's probably the last the, his last credit he that he's ever. Okay, so he finished oh, for What If, okay. so that's his last credit ever. Similar to Stanley, he died a couple months before Spider Verse came out. He had his last cameo, or no, his last cameo was Endgame actually. No, I think his last cameo was in Endgame. Oh, no, no, no. It, it was an Endgame. Yeah, it was an Endgame. Okay, chill, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but like, uh, poor guy. Yeah, like, I like. I don't know what to say about Chadwick Boseman because like his career started taking off like in around 2016 when he got his like I got like it like it started taking off right when he got that uh, that message that he had. I think Stage he. Colon cancer and, yeah, as his like, cancer he, he was, was metastasizing, in, this man like did shit that people don't do in like forty years. This guy was able to build. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like he was, I don't know. Like that's what, 
Like that's what got me. Like right when, like right when he reached his peak of his career. Like right when he was getting like the most. This was not even the peak. No, no, he, he means like that's right when he started climbing. When he became an A-list yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. When he. Yeah, I know, but he had way more to go. Yeah, I know. That's like that's like I don't know. Not yeah, I should have said peak, but like he got into civil war. He, he started getting like big like big roles such as Black Panther. He was uh, Jackie Robinson. Thurgood Marshall. Damn. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, okay. For Storm and Norman, I don't know if y'all have seen The Five Bloods. I recommend it. It's, I think, one of my favorite Spike Lee's. I think my favorite's probably like Black Klansman, um, Malcolm X, no, The Five Bloods, and Inside Man. Those guys. The, he, he makes really good movies. Anyway, when he, he played a guy named Norman, Storm and Norman, and he was, he was super skinny. I was like, there's, some something's wrong. I I assumed you know maybe the role required him to lose weight, but he it was not. Yeah, he was on his last legs there. That's what do you guys so think? Pushed through. He pushed through like a champ. Imagine having to bulk up and bulk down for because he had to he had to play Marshall in between. Uh, in between uh, Civil War and uh, and Black Panther, Black I think. Black Panther. And so he had to bulk down and then bulk back up again. Crazy. Okay, what do you think? What do you think his best role as Black Panther was in? I think it's Civil War. Yeah, I think it's Civil War. He was too. he was like, insane was, uh, in Civil have, War. Like this, like I, he was my favorite part of Civil War. Like, man, yeah, like, easily, easily, yeah. easily. His art of like that that stoic um, like that stoic personality of his of him like trying to get revenge for his dad's yeah. murder and like at the end he's like he, he turned just, into the, the bigger man. Him. Yeah, that was crazy. Know. He didn't even let him die. Like wow, man. That was it was beautifully written. I'm so like Sarah Haley Finn, the the casting director at Marvel Studios, dude, she is amazing. She has never miscasted, I don't think, ever. Wouldn't you think so? She casted Robert Downey Jr. She casted every, like since then everybody, every single person. There's an argument for Brie Larson. Huh? No, I think Brie Larson is a good Captain Marvel. She's not well written enough, but that's not Brie Larson's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, but okay. I don't know how her acting is in general. I've heard she's really good. She's she's Captain really really good. I didn't feel. Writing aside, her her portrayal of the character wasn't like good. She in was my she was a little better in Endgame because it wasn't as pretentious about like. See, okay, here's the thing. Whenever someone makes a movie with social justice in mind and not like actually like telling the story, that's when like shit can get really messed up. Like that's. That's inherently what went wrong with Captain Marvel. Whoever directed this, she's a very like I'm pretty sure she's a very experienced director. Brie Larson is great. Uh, the person who made the score was great. Jude Law is a great actor. Like had a lot of things going for it, but at the end, it fell short because the entire movie was just about her getting increasingly OP. She has she has anger issues which were never addressed. She does not have an arc. She has a little bit of one in the in the middle of the movie where she's struggling with her identity, but she gets over that so quickly. So quickly. It's like 
that's why it brings me back to the the Martin Scorsese thing about there's no risk, so you don't have to have a convincing arc. You don't have to have a great arc. You know people will watch. You know it's going to do well commercially. That's the bottom line for Disney. That's why it doesn't have to be considered cinema. It's sad. For, okay, That's for what it Captain is. Marvel, maybe I, I can I can understand the argument for Captain Marvel. I can understand. I go. How do we get back? To, yeah, I thought you said we're getting past this. No, I, I, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's connected, man. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. We we'll waste the time. But, uh, okay, yeah, I'll just okay, okay. I'll just, I'll just, okay, I'll just say this. I'll just say this. Like Captain Marvel, I kind of agree with that. On the Disney live action movies, I understand how like yeah, they're not considered cinema. They're just cash grabs. But for other Marvel movies, not that much. But, like, I saw this video on, like, analyzing um, Captain Marvel, and I got, and I kind of got what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that, like, um, like, like in the beginning, of how, like, the people just kept trying to suppress her emotions to make sure that she wasn't emotional. Like, whenever she got yeah, emotional yeah. just a bit, they'd be like, no, don't get emotional. But that's not a story then, like, arc. Like, it just didn't, like... It didn't. F- it just yeah. It wasn't. It didn't. It didn't pull through well. Enough. Like, like I'm sure they've learned. They'll make it a little bit better in the second. I hope to God, Jesus. Yeah, I hope they'll make it better in the second one. Um. But yeah, no, no. I know for a fact Brie Larson is a great actress. She's really good in uh, Scott Pilgrim. She's really good in Community. Like. Yeah. She was in Community. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's Abed's girlfriend. Oh, she was the. She was the rack girl. Like the yeah, the, the clothes oh, rack. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's great. I really like, I don't know, in recent years, her career has been a little e, Other than, you know, e. being a superstar, but like, yeah. E. Anyway, she yes. Won e. Oscar. Yes, she speaking won of... Oscar for The Room, right? I think so. Speaking of EA Sports. Yes. The new one. No, 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 no. We need I to talk first. I'm actually looking forward to committing war crimes. First, it's been yeah. Been it's, ever since I was a little boy. Yeah. And I, I need some. Make me happier. I need some Yoda vibes in my life. Smuggling drugs for. No. Ronald Reagan. Uh, you haven't committed war crimes in COD? Bro, you know what's easy yeah, to commit war crimes in? Battlefront 2. What do you mean? No, no, no. Battlefront 2 is the easiest to commit war crimes in. You just play as Yoda. And you just massacre a bunch of droids. That's it. Care to me addiction I must fuel. Hmm. It's not a war crime. That's just one. No, it's, I know. Just run all over them with your 2006 used Honda Civic. I don't know what that meme is. There's two things that Yoda is often associated with. And that is ketamine and the Honda Civic. It's very interesting how that happened. <laughs> What the what? Yeah, look at Wait, it. When, when has Yoda been associated with ketamine? <laughs> not not a, like the Yoda memes. The Yoda memes. He's he, Yoda is. Hundred percent has ketamine addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Luminous <laughs> beings. <laughs> Bro, Frank Oz is legendary. That guy, like he's I he I think the one movie I've Frank actually. Frank Oz has a ketamine addiction. <laughs> I, the one movie I've seen Frank Oz actually act in and not be Mrs. Piggy or Yoda is uh, Knives Out. He was the lawyer in Knives Out. He's actually quite good. Oh, okay. Knives Out was really good. How yeah. did you get here to... Back to EA. Back to I EA. I want to talk about... The war crime which I committed in COD. <laughs> okay. I, uh... Go, go, go. Talk about the war crime that you committed in COD. Oh, yeah. The airport mission? Or the restaurant? Shut up in the airport. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Airport mission. So for context, the mission basically, you're undercover with a group of um, Russians, three other Russians, and what you do is essentially you go at an airport and you absolutely massacre the civilians, civilians, not even um, soldiers. And it actually caused a lot of controversy when it first came out. People were saying it's too violent, it's too bad. And um, they obviously didn't care because they remastered it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so all kinds of new. I'm looking forward to that. More crimes in HD. Yeah, yeah, it's been some time since I've committed them. Like, I, I remember I was like a fresh-eyed fourth grader shooting up uh, civilians in the airport. Like, like, you know that rush we should brought on? Like, I haven't missed that rush since then. It's like ketamine, right? Okay. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, wait, let me just let me just say something. I, I, uh, I, I'm not that messed up. I just kind of uh, messed up feeling. That's just it. <laughs> I'm not actually that messed up. Okay. Life. Okay, speaking so of... Wait, wait. Going, going back to Crimes Against Humanity, I want to talk about EA's latest sports game. Madden 21. So, Wally, do, do you want to talk about Madden 21? Companies have taken shortcuts all the time. That's nothing new, we all know that. But this game, EA is a publisher of games, meaning um, they have developers who make the game and then they put it out on the market, advertising and whatnot. EA Sports, or EA um, as a company, provides at the very least millions of dollars for these sports games like uh, 2K, the basket, uh, which is the NBA, um, Madden, which is football, right? Madden 21, which is the new release of um, the game, was rated by users. Um, obviously, maybe not all of them played the game, but on Metacritic, it was rated 0.3 out of 10. <laughs> it was that bad. A 3%. Wow. He was... A 3%. <laughs> I, was on a, I was on a call with Waleed when he... It was the most unfinished game I've seen in my life. Not to mention, they have the whole loot box system, which is conversational. Okay, but so explain to him why this $60 game... They released props and animations from four years ago. Four. Well, okay, that's that's nothing new. That's more like Pokemon, but like, get this. They didn't even change some of the banners. Some of them still say 2K20, or not 2K. Some of them still say Madden 20. They put oh, the wow. least effort into that game I have ever seen. Coming from EA, that's a lot. Okay? That's a statement for saying... Like, Jesus... People are calling for. Uh, Damn, is that bad? Yeah, people are calling for the NFL to take uh, EA's license back, so they can make it mat like it you know. Of, uh, WWE. Yeah, I don't know what happened with WWE. Like, where is that game now? Who does it belong to? Like Rockstar. Last, last year, last year, what happened? I think like uh, somebody lost their license, and it's like when the WWE came out, it was full of glitches, and so like people like. Uh, like the wrestlers were just like their hair was like all over the place, their arms are stretched out. They like phase into the ring. It's really bad. Kind of reminds me of this man situation. Then also uh, talking about two K though, 
Um, yesterday, I went to uh, Faisal's house, and I beat him 7-0. I, I played <laughs> seven games with him, and I beat him uh, all seven times. Holy six, shit. Six times? What teams? Six, six times? Faisal. Faisal, Faisal. Oh. Uh, shout out to six Faisal. Six times, like, uh, he quit the game. Six, <laughs> six of the times, I beat him by 20 points, so we just quit the game. Holy shit. Like, so we just, like, restarted the game. Uh, I think I. What I teams? I think it's called skunking him. What teams? So the first time, uh, we uh, he was the Celtics and I was uh, the Brooklyn Nets, and like these were like the team without injuries, and I beat him three times with him. Then afterwards, it was the Rockets versus the. It was like the all-time Rockets Ooh. versus the all-time. Uh, Celtics probably. No, it was the all-time Rockets versus somebody else. I forgot. All-time Warriors. All-time Rockets versus all-time Warriors. Okay. And then, then I played as the all-time Lakers, and then it was the all-time Celtics, and I beat them with the. All-time Do you guys Lakers. ever play the LA Derby? The LA Derby? No, we didn't play the first in the Lakers, but yeah, I beat them six times by more than twenty points, and then the last. Damn, Faisal. I beat him by. Uh, if Faisal says he's gonna get pissed off, but I, like, uh, just like, like, if you put this in, this will make sure if Faisal listens to it or not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I beat him six times by more than 20 points. I don't know how I beat him. I'm, that I'm is ridiculous. Bro, do you know, okay, um, my brother and I, a lot of the times we play, uh, all-time Rockets versus all-time Celtics. He loves Larry Bird. It's his favorite player. So he plays as him. And I rely on like Hakeem, Yao Ming, Harden, right? Sometimes, like, it's pretty even, right? Even though he's like high key better than me, right? It's pretty even. So seeing you like playing. Faisal, I thought, was like really good. Like, I don't. Like, not that you're not good. Let me. How did that happen? I'm not good, but I'm gonna call out some other people, right? So, uh, Osama, and when Nick was here, right? Osama, had come, Osama and Faisal had come over to RT. Osama was like living in RT for a bit, like he was just staying over. It's like what happened? So Osama, Nick, and Faisal all played me in like in one game of uh, NBA. Yeah. And I beat them all by 20 plus points. I beat Nick by 20 plus points. I beat Osama by 20 plus points. And I beat Faisal by 20 plus so points. So do you ever think about like, like uh, becoming an esports like, like star? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Being an esports star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beating them is not the same as. Uh, I know. Being, I, uh, Jesus, it was yeah, a compliment. Being in sports. It was a. These people spend hours daily, like at the very least five hours daily. I know. Practicing. Oh, okay. It just came to me. Post Malone just randomly bought like Dallas's uh, esports team. It was funny. Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think they're called the, cool. the Inferno. But yeah. Okay. okay. Wait, uh, here, yeah, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. Wait, 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 give me a second. So, like, first, so, like, I was playing against Nick, right? And I was beating him by 20 plus points. And then uh, Faisal's like, you know what? No, I, what? Nick, how are you getting your ass whooped by Vogel? Vogel can't even play the game, right? <laughs> and so, like, uh, Nick gave the controller to uh, Faisal. And I started beating his ass too. And Faisal, and then Osama's like, yo, what are you guys doing? You guys suck so much. And then like, Faisal gave the controller to Osama. And I started beating his ass too in NBA. And then, like, uh, dude, they all started raging so hard. And I don't know how, how he's beating them. Like, I don't know how. They, they, they all 
got really, really, really pissed off. I got really power, pissed dude. off. Star power. I don't know how. Like, That's I crazy. Don't know how. I don't know how to do anything in the NBA. I don't know how to run plays. I don't know how to like set a pick. I just I just started playing and I started beating their asses. Well, I don't reason. know how to do that shit either. I just I, play. Okay, I, that's... I, I, I think I'm the worst NBA 2K player, but I, I still somehow beat them. That's crazy. This so, podcast is going to crash and burn so hard. <laughs> Dude, well, okay, listen, your self-destructor is so bad. Just literally shut up. Please, just let's live. <laughs> just let's live. Why are you doing... I don't understand. Anyway, okay, continuing. Um, I want to talk about... I, okay, uh, ignore Waleed's um, cynicism and clear desire to like, not do anything um, other than listen to medieval-style songs. But um, I want to talk about Messi. So, word just came out that he's going to stay in Barca, which is crazy to me. It feels really bad. At the same time, he, I think, got the biggest contract in football history, or actually sports his someone. What the? Right? It was like $200 million. No. No. What did he Krish, get? What are you saying? He didn't gain anything. It's just that like he was in the middle of his contract, and like he didn't gain a contract or anything. It's just that his contract said, um, "No, to stay." Didn't Barca okay. give him money? No, just, no, 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 no. Oh. To stay, didn't give him any money. Okay, it's just money. that like uh, they said that uh, if you, you can't leave because your current contract says you can't leave, and so. Uh, I don't know, okay, so uh, let me just preface this by saying I'm a Barca fan, and um, I, I'm, I'm a little bit happy that you stayed, but like mostly, I'm, I don't know, I, I, I wish um, that they'd let him leave. No, I think- I'd just like to interrupt for one second and say that Osama bin Laden's favorite team was Arsenal. I just like to put that <laughs> Speaking of Osama bin Laden, wait, 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 I feel wait. like it's crazy that his daughter decided that she was gonna support Trump publicly. That was that was amazing. I I don't know if that's negative or positive press. Cause, what do you guys think? I I don't know. I don't really care. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to uh, Dude, talking about Dude, you know what she said? Yeah. Osama bin Laden's daughter was like, Trump is the only person who can prevent another 9-11. That's a headline. Only in 2020 will, will people get headlines that look like this. Uh, I don't know what to think about that. I don't know what to think. I, I want to get... Because, like, uh, maybe we have some... Uh, we have, like, maybe our one listener might get offended by what we say, so I don't want to say anything. Okay, that's fine. So this will be cut. Anyway. Um, all right, yeah, continuing the messy conversation. What, what were you talking about? Oh, yeah. So like I like I, like Messi's given so much to like the Barcelona club, right? Yeah. Like he's like he's given us so much. Like he's won four Champions Leagues, I think. He's won six Ballon d'Ors. He's won so many La, La Ligas. He's earned the right to be able to do what he wants. He's d- done more than enough for the club to be uh, to decide what he wants to do with his future right now. And like he's been, he's been saying like like the eight two Bayern loss was a big thing, right? But Messi's been saying, like, Messi in the interview, he said, like, he's been thinking of leaving Barcelona for the past year. And the only reason he didn't leave was because a club president said, if you want to leave, uh, somebody has to pay 700 million uh, euros. And he's like, that's not happening. 
So, uh, okay. I don't know. Like, he's a club legend, right? And, like, he's earned a right to, like, leave whenever he wants. And I wanted him and Barcelona to leave on, like, to end... On good terms? His stay on an amicable... Yeah, good terms. That's not going to happen But after anymore. this, I don't... That's not going to happen anymore, which No, I sucks. agree. No. Uh, it feels at this point now, like, okay, before he might have been like, oh, I'm considering leave. Now he's trapped. He's legitimately trapped. I feel so bad that arguably the best player in his time... Is trapped by his club. That's a bad way to go out. And I know he's probably uh, retiring uh, right soon, right? The club president can uh, suck my d- Like, I actually I despise the guy. He can go, like, eat and Like, eat my d- I don't know. <laughs> this, this guy can take, can eat, like, are you, are you gonna cut that? That guy doesn't matter. He can put his mouth on my d- and can take this. D- that comes out of my like he can I will defecate if I had the ability I would defecate on this this guy sucks like he just sucks like, any chance sucks. of this being PG has been thrown out the window <laughs> no there's something called like sensors so you can just it all it's fine he can suck the out of my like I don't care. Like he sucks. This <laughs> guy sucks. Out of my podcast. <laughs> this guy. Oh my god. I am so frustrated. I. Oh my. I. Uh, uh, words cannot describe what I want to do to this guy. That, I mean, that's that's not that's not what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> Damn, dude, this coming this coming out really wrong, but. Yeah, just like really the shit that's going right into his there. mouth, it's coming out really wrong. Dude, this guy, oh my god, he <laughs> sucks. He just sucks. He just sucks. That's it. He just, he just an ass person. You know? Like, uh... Yeah, I get that. Bartomeu. Oh my god. Do you want me to keep going on like what I do to him? <laughs> no, I think no. I think we got the full picture. Nah, okay, okay, okay. I think he got the point. I think he got the point. Yeah, I think. But he's a, like he's like like Messi's contract only runs for one more year. So after one more year, he can literally leave for free. Like he can just go to any club he wants. He's he's only trapped for one more year, and after that, he can just leave. But still, damn. It's, I it's... wish like he said he wanted to leave, and I wish he'd left on good terms. But like. Hopefully, like the next year, it's like the last, like the last dance, like the last dance for Kobe Bryant. You know how Kobe Bryant left the like Lakers. He's like, okay, no, no, I mean, sorry, Dwayne Wade. You know how Dwayne Wade is like, you know what, I'm leaving this year, and so like he left on amicable, amicable terms with like Miami Heat, and he like had a goodbye with each team. Yeah, and it wasn't like, publicized. Kind of do that with Messi. Mm-hmm. Like if, if if that's what Messi did with uh, Barcelona, that would be such a good way to end. Yeah, but the, the way that it did this now, I think that even the association of the two is a little broken. Like, yeah, Bartomeu just needs to... Like, think about this, like, five, ten years from now, like, will Messi's name be tied to Barcelona? I I know that it will, but it's... It's not going to be fun when people say, oh, yo, I want to, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's really sad. Yeah, like, it just... I wish Messi, Messi was uh, would have been uh, they'd have let Messi do what he wanted to. Mm-hmm. That's it. Damn, this sucks. Yeah. 
Okay, um, well, recently, not really recently, actually, about since, I don't know, May, Waleed, what do you think? Uh, we've been kind of obsessed with political compass memes. So I wanted to talk May. a little bit about, huh? Not May? Way after that. Way no. after that? Okay. August. Okay, since August. That's not really that long ago. Anyway, so Vogel, do you know where you lie on the political compass? Are you willing to share that information um, with us? I did a political compass twice, and I got two different things. I've taken the it about four one, times, and it's changed. The first one, I was, uh, I was left, but I was, um, what's it called? I was at the top half. You were, <laughs> he was off left? He was a tanky? <laughs> you were a tanky? Yeah, I was a solitarian left. I was a solitarian left. Tanky. What does tanky mean? Okay, so so let's wait, wait, wait. let's let's uh, first preface this by so there's four quadrants of the political compass. There's off left, off right, lib left, and lib right. So basically, you you divide the right and left by economics, right? So if you want a more command economy, that means like the government has more of the money. So socialism, Marxism, communism, that's towards the left, and towards the right is having more uh, individual freedoms, right? That's capitalism. That's towards the right. So, and then at the Top, you have authoritarian, which is government has more control and government has less control towards the bottom. So, um, on the left, you have people like anarchists at the bottom left, right? Like anarcho-communist anarchists, uh, you know, like the very ends, right? Uh, and then on the top right, you have fascists, um, most government members actually from every country. And then on the top left, Stalin, basically, and all the Chinese leaders. So the reason they're called tankies is because of uh, essentially Tiananmen Square. So there's this, you know, the, that those pictures of that guy was like almost run over by a tank in China. That's where tankies <laughs> comes from because they use tanks. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the story. Um, then yeah, lib left is the you know like the the classical definition of like the I guess all all Bernie supporters are are within lib left logically speaking. And then lib yeah, right. Uh, first, lib right is like uh, most of them are will vote Republican, I guess. Uh, it doesn't really. Yeah, those are like the type of people that would allow everything. They don't want the government to do anything on them. Uh, those are the don't tread on me people, uh, especially the ones who uh, who say like taxation is theft, for example. That's a very popular. Off, I mean, lib right thing to say. Uh, generally, the authoritarian quadrants, if someone winds up in them, that's kind of scary. Um, so you being a tanky is not a good sign, Vogel. No, okay. <laughs> I was first, I was first an authoritarian left. But then afterwards, like, it was like, I was like a barely authoritarian left. And afterwards, I got, I, I went down to, the second test I took, it was a... Lib left? The down left, yeah, down okay, left, yeah. But it's more like, I'm more near the middle, though. Yeah, I like, get uh, you. Oh, another part of the political compass. The center, the centrists, um, there's, there's, they have a big association between centrists and grilling. I don't know, I, I don't know why, but it's just like, essentially, like, they, they, they don't want to talk about politics, they just want to grill. Okay? So that's like, centrists are, are people who, who essentially don't really belong anywhere. I think I'm a little bit more of a centrist, although I am someone who believes in capitalism, so that puts me a little bit on the right. Um, but yeah. 
So I think we're probably like mirror images of each other, I'd say. Like you're on the left. Walid, for example, though, he's just a fascist. No, I'm just, where are you on the country? Are you, are you unspecified quadrant? Unspecified quadrant. <laughs> ah, okay. The reason, the reason, the reason we say unspecified I'm, I think quadrant. I'm, I'm, I'm probably uh, center right. Center right. Okay. Okay, buddy. Anyway. Uh, for, because like uh, I don't know. I think most people are centrists, though. Like no, not a lot. Of no, 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 no. Really? Yeah. Trust me. I thought a lot of people would be centrist. No, most people is, are extremists. That's what the internet does to people. Damn. Makes them extremists. I don't know, because I was near the center. I was near the center. Like, even though I was authoritarian left, I was near the center. And even though I was, like, for both times, I was near the center. You're a, just you're like a few different unique points. In those terms. Most politicians are going to be... I mean, most politicians in functioning countries. Uh, so not the communist ones. Um, those people are going to be uh, off-right because they're capitalist and essentially they're authoritarian because they're government members. So those automatically are all authright. So like even Bernie is like super close to authoright, which is funny to me. Um, but yeah. So um, so considering the fact that we'll leave that you're an unspecified quadrant, how much would you sell your children for? I never said that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I will sell my kids for um, $200,000 each. It's more buy. profitable keeping the slaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, you just sell the organs yeah, off. I love, I love political memes and history memes so much. It's like someone comes up to you and is like talking about the Civil War. It's like, oh, it's about states' rights. <laughs> states' rights to do what? <laughs> Own slaves? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I think in general, just like making fun of history, making fun of um, of of things that have happened, like crazy things, it's always good for society in general to not take itself so seriously. Because too many people take themselves too freaking seriously. Anyway, who did? Everybody, everybody, bro. Have you seen the internet, what the internet looks like? If those people had any real political power, the world would have ended in 2006. But, Chris, what? you are part of the internet. Yeah, I'm aware. If I had power, the world would have ended in 2006. When I was four. Chris, damn, dude, we live in a society. Yeah, we do. We really do live in a society. That is even better. Like... Because when someone comes up and is, uh, tries to make some, like, extremely, like, complex and, uh, like, you know, like, super <laughs> ethoy comments about, like, social commentary, when those people come up to you and are like, oh, God, you know, we live in a society where it's, we live in a society is a great meme. It's, again, because it, it eliminates pretentiousness. Because too many people, like, believe too much about themselves and they think they're the, the, the saviors of everyone else because of their political opinions. It's not uh, true at all. People, people need to understand nuance. And yeah. if you know what nuance is, yeah. it's essentially means perspective and depth to other sides just as much as yours. Because what I see on social media is people saying they're quote-unquote educated and understanding 
but then they, they, they put the, they put face to face with something that would challenge their ideas and they get defensive and rude and hurtful about it a lot of the times. So yeah. generally, try and be aware and keep just a small thought in the back of your head that you may possibly just be wrong. And it, sometimes it's not about being wrong. Sometimes it's about um, having uh, alternating opinions, learning, changing. People don't do that at all. Like I've started doing, I've started noticing that a lot is that if someone believes in something, by the time they're about like 16 years old, they'll probably believe in that for the rest of their life. They're not going to be like, oh, maybe I was wrong about this. Even though they, they may have tons of experiences in their life to prove them wrong. It's, um, it's really sad. Essentially, people should also try to challenge their own beliefs. Yes, constantly. Um, always. You should surround yourself with the, people who Whatever the end result is, it's always going to be positive. Yeah. For example, if you... Or, or like, if, if you decide to try and prove yourself wrong, you can either make your argument stronger and you prove yourself right, or you realize that you've taken the incorrect position on whatever subject matter, and Change it. you have a new understanding. Yeah, therefore, so, making your no argument stronger. In getting, well, I mean, in certain things, I can see it happening, but... Getting angry and immediately shutting people down just because they don't have the same thoughts or ways of thinking or opinions is ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think my biggest pet peeve about uh, some people on the internet is they always bring it back to human rights as if like people are arguing about human rights. Like uh, a lot of people from lib left do this. Um, they weaponize it. A lot of people from off right use snowflake. So those two people just colliding with each other. Making the internet a very unsafe place for free thought, it's its not good. So sometimes, like, when you get a breath of fresh air, you should definitely savor it. Like, follow accounts you disagree with. Um, that's one thing, definitely. And uh, have thorough, like, when you're on Twitter, at least don't be afraid to, like, comment on something if you think that they're not saying the right thing. And just because someone says something, that doesn't mean it's the truth just because there's someone you like. You need to make sure that that information is correct. And rather, just, just because... Huh? Is it almost still there? I think so. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm yeah, just I'm, listening. I'm just listening. That's I'm just, it. yeah. Like, I'm just saying something. Yeah, I'm monologuing, <laughs> but, like, I'm saying something. Um, okay. Yeah, like, uh, like, recently, I've noticed the human rights thing since May has been just going up. Like, in a country like the U.S., where human rights are more or less more guaranteed to us than in any other country. Places in Australia, if you say anything about masks, you can get arrested and your shit can get confiscated. That is incredible. In Australia? Like, that sounds like Belarus, like that, that would happen there. But no. Australia. So, clearly, free thought is not safe in too many places. So the fact that we can even have a little bit of that means that we're doing something right. At least, you know, in the States, maybe in Canada. So... When someone comes up to you and he's like, yeah, when someone comes up to you and says something like, oh, you can't disagree with me on human rights. Well, no one is disagreeing because they'd be in jail if they actually thought, you know, humans don't deserve rights. People say, no, 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 no. They'd only be in jail if they acted on it. Yeah, people who don't think humans deserve rights will definitely act on that belief. Not necessarily. I, yeah. That's it's pretty it's pretty universal.
Anyway, I, regardless of that, like. Okay, well, what do you think? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I want to hear what he thinks. I mean, it's kind of hard. I think I already got canceled for that uh, Bartomeu uh, rant, <laughs> but uh, but uh, like I don't know, like it's hard to like. It's hard to, like, have, like, a nuanced take on politics, like, on the internet or anywhere. Like, I remember I tried talking to a person about politics, like, on, like, on Insta, and that person was really, really, like, um, as they're pretty, like, I was just trying to figure out what their position was, and then they're like, you know what, just you figure it out yourself uh, on what, what the top, what the information on this topic is. I'm trying to keep this as a... I don't want to expose the person, so I don't want to say anything about them. Fine. But I think it's just the... What? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, even if you say their name by accident, we'll just delete it. Don't worry. You're good. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the the thing... The thing... Yeah, this... The thing is that, like, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, we always criticize other people for not having open views. But, like, it's also good to, like, be a little bit introspective as well. Like, you just had something which I see a lot. It's just like, yo, like, people, like, like when we're just talking with people who share similar views with us, like, for example, I'm talking with you and Willie, in other conversations, I'm talking with other friends. Like, some of the things, main points, which people always talk about is like, yo, other people are always so adamant on their views. Like, people are so dumb on the internet. But sometimes I, I, I want to make sure that the views that we have right now, like, we're, that we are open about changing our views as well and after that i think it's better like we criticize other like we should first look look into how we perceive our like how open we are on our views and after that then only can we criticize other people for if they're being dumb on the views or not i don't know if we can like, ever criticize the, anyone even after the fact that's the thing that's the thing and so like i, I don't know if we can that's the thing which I'm, that's the point which i'm trying to make like, is it okay if we can even criticize other people for having that type of view or not? I think respectfully, if we ourselves saying, don't know. respectfully saying something like, oh, are we talking about the same thing? Like, where did you get this information? Can I see it? That would lead to, you know, some sort of understanding about, oh, maybe I'm wrong. But if you just, like, shout things that you think are facts to each other, then, like, what's going to change? Nothing. I don't think so. How do you make change, though? How can you bring upon change? Personally, what I've recently started doing is being less afraid to have my own opinion about something. Like, um, sure, there may be a movement for or against something. You need to logically think about what you were doing. Like, I remember doing Blackout, like Blackout Thursday. I don't know, whatever that was, the Black Square thing. I was about, this was my day that I realized, like, what am I doing? I was about to post something. I was like, what will this do? Will it just become a part of the bigger sea of posts? Will it actually do anything? I don't think so. So why am I posting it? Just so other people will think that I'm a good person? I already know that they think that I'm a good person. So this that I'm doing is basically performative. So I stopped. So if we have that level of introspection, I wish I could have that all the time. But it doesn't happen all the time. There are moments, fleeting moments, where you realize, wait, this doesn't make sense. That's when you get to change yourself, I think. I recently, I started making sure, like, uh, you know the, 
So the two big satire accounts are the Onion and Babylon Bee, right? If you just follow one of them, you're only going to get bias from one side. And that's... It's going to... Babylon Bee kind of hits everyone. It hits everyone, but it definitely comes more towards the left. Which, of course, they will. Because they're Babylon Bee. And same way with the Onion. They only occasionally attack the left. They don't attack the right that much. Or they, or, yeah, they, they don't attack the left that much. Sorry. So, my point being, if you try your best to take sources of information from both sides, you may end up just forming your own opinion. That's why I noticed I'm definitely more liberal in general, even after, uh, you know, getting all this information from everyone. So, you know. So, there, there are things like that. Like, no one fits into a mold. No one's supposed to. Like, the whole point of democracy is everyone is uh, individual. They're by themselves. The The idea of collectivism only comes from the common goal you get from voting for something. But you have to have your own opinion when you do. So if you come up with the same shit everyone else does, are you actually contributing to something? Or are you just shouting the same thing over and over again? That's, yeah. I think it's, like, at the end it's about information, which is why I try to help people with that part the the activism political representation all that stuff that part comes after i think it's mostly just about information establishing a connection and common ground first and then settling disagreements because without that you can't really get anywhere yeah that's why you can only argue with your friends you don't argue with random internet trolls maybe you could but if you, yeah, it's the thing about the internet. It's made some people way too brave. It's made them say shit they would never say in real life. Which I mean, I know I did. I literally just said have your own opinions, but at the same time, some people get so extreme, and they have no consequences. That's the big part. They have no consequences for their actions. So that's I don't know how we're gonna deal with that. As a, I don't know. What do you guys think? You think it's... Okay. We almost... So, yeah. what I think, um, I'm mostly in agreement with Krish, um, but people surrounding themselves in the echo chamber that is social media, because it's, it's, it gives a platform to everyone. So people who think like you, it's pretty easy to find them, especially with the algorithm that social media has. You see more of the same, more of the stuff you like, and if you like things... That are that reinforce what you already think, then that's all you're ever gonna see, um, and that's bad because pushing yourself further and further into your beliefs is gonna lead you to be more extreme, and obviously the extremes are never a good place to be, as you should have everything in moderation. So we should get rid of social media. <laughs> He says as he touts moderation. Walid, <laughs> <laughs> moderation. Also, Walid, destroy everything. Abolish social media. Whenever anyone says abolish, I'm like, hold up, stop. You don't know what you're talking about. Cool. Um, Vargo, do you have something to say? Uh, nah. I think uh, Walid <laughs> about... That point about uh, just uh, canceling all the social media is just, uh, I think that's a perfect point to uh, end this on.
Just remove all social media. Just destroy it. Yeah. All except like for any our type Instagram. of social media. All except for our Instagram any. account. Please follow us at uh, Streets Ahead Podcast on Instagram, and that's where you'll get updates on our podcast. We all. Uh, these guys are crazy. I need new friends, so I'll I'll be looking for them in the comments. Oh, very funny. Yeah. Very. The bloopers for this episode are gonna be the best, I think. So um. Alright guys, this has been extremely fruitful. I'm it's really unfortunate Afif couldn't join us. We'll hopefully we'll have him over for another episode. But uh, uh yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Vogel. So you wanna say something to sign out? Afif, you're not welcome anymore. <laughs> Afif, get out. I'm so disappointed in you, Afif. I hate you, Afif. Nah. <laughs> Afif's Afif's a baller, Afif's a big baller. Uh thank you guys for having me on the Big Boys podcast. It's I like Streets Ahead podcast. The, 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 title, I thought you said the title of Big Boys. The title of Big Boys. Yeah, but okay. Oh the episode you did. Hey guys, why'd you why'd you name the Streets Ahead? Bro, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> he hates on this. We can improve this podcast by removing. Uh... Um, if you think we can improve, don't be afraid to DM us. And any suggestions are welcome as well. Yeah, and if you want, guys, want to come on. Yeah, yeah, dude, we need more covers. of those. Dude, those look so good. Bro, I'm gonna have dreams that's about it. the hips don't lie. Yeah, that's it. Alright, okay. guys. This, okay, is, this has been great. Okay, I think we'll leave me to turn it in. Uh, Vogel, I'm sure you have some work to do because it's just the morning. I feel like I'm also gonna oh, do yeah, some work. I gotta Alright, see you guys. Yeah, see you guys. Thanks for having me.